HBs, you're here for Heaving Bosoms Ask a Badass, where we raise the voices of romance lovers. Make sure you tune in on Monday, December 9th, as Aaron and I recap Netflix movie, The Night Before Christmas. I am personally super excited for this sappy time travel story. And now, I am honored to introduce this week's Ask a Badass, Becky. She is a playlist wizard, a high-chew thief who's generally snack-obsessed, and a person everyone needs in their girl gang, because she's the cinnamon rolliest Hufflepuff until her loved ones need defending. Then she shifts into a rabid badger bent on total annihilation. So without further ado, Becky... Hey, Becky. Hi. <laughs> um, hello, listeners. If you're out there still, if you've made it through the last however many crazy ass episodes that we've had, I'm here with Becky D. If you're in the cult, you know her. If you're on Romance Landia Twitter, you know her. If you're in the Minute Made Juice Frozen Juice Fruit Box Twitter, you know her. She's everyone's favorite. Hi, Becky. Hi, I am passionate about Minute Maid Juice Pops, so thank you for bringing that up. That's really um, important to me. I went down a big rabbit hole after you posted about that, and I can't even buy them in my town in Illinois. I swear, the only times that I am tweeting at people on Twitter, it's I'm tweeting at snack companies demanding <laughs> that they give me snacks, or uh-huh. I am like tweeting at authors screaming at them that I love them. It's <laughs> Yeah. Those There's are my two, two main things. You're very active on Twitter. I am very not active on Twitter. And it, so then I'm always playing catch up. But I find I think it's a lovely place. I think if yeah. you curate who you follow, it's a yeah. very lovely, safe place to be. You just have to kind of weed out all the things that you do not want popping up in your feed because it can be quite nasty. I was looking back at my because I, of course, tweeted about this podcast after it got released. And I was like, if somebody wants to go through my Twitter, what are they going to see? And literally up until like a year ago, maybe it was just me entering contests like that was all that was it there was never a personalized tweet it was like win these shoes win this something it was like book it was winning books and then like tuk shoes and that's it and and so i might have to uh bump up my tweets a little bit just which to is have funny more because my twitter right from the very beginning was like things that people had said to me or things that I had found funny. My son was eating raisins in the back (laughs) of the truck one day and my mom turns around, looks at it and goes, raisins, just like shriveled dead bodies when you think about it. I just went, I mean, mom. So yeah, that was what it was. But then I slowly morphed into literally just screaming at people. Yeah. Positive and negative. (laughs) And then screaming at authors and snack companies. Perfect. Oh, uh, this is the Ask a Badass podcast, everybody. (laughs) Professionalism. Yeah. Oh, there's no, I'm not making any guarantees about anything ever. I'm just trying to get rid of mouth sounds and I'm trying, (laughs) and I'm trying to. Limit the number of ums I say in one podcast to not That's drive funny people insane. That's funny because before we started this, I was like, oh my, I did it. I said, don't say like, don't say like, don't <laughs> say like a million times. Do I say it. that a lot. 
Yes, me too. But I listened to the one that you did with Melody. It was really good. It's because she edited out most of the ums. So anyway, this is the Ask a Badass podcast where I just talk to uh, my buddies about romance and about why they like romance. We are buddies, real life yeah. buddies, not just internet buddies. Yeah. Here, we'll just mention him right off the bat so we can get it out of the way. Okay. Becky, Becky's husband doesn't think we're real friends. He He's said that once and I got there. very offended. I bet he regrets saying it at Every this point. Every single <laughs> thousands of persons in the heaving bosoms, geriatric friendship cult, they are my friends, my real yeah. life friends. A hundred percent, yes. And we've met in person, so that to yeah. me is real life friend. Heck yeah, man. How dare he? So, Becky, how long have you been reading romance? For a long time, right? Yeah, I have been reading romance. I think I probably started later than most people did. I started in high school. Mm-hmm. I think when I first started reading books by myself, I was mm-hmm. super into like fantasy books, things like that. And so I was reading people like david eddings who do like he does these grand sweeping like series of fantasy and magic and i mm-hmm. remember when i would be reading them i would be thinking like oh i wish he would just focus on Polgara and dernick why won't he focus more on the romance and i would get really like skim 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 look for the romance part and then just kind of read it and reread it looking for those romance things and then in high school we were on a school trip to boston and someone had brought their mom's copy of nora roberts and it was one of the mcgregor books but it was the one where it was the the patriarch and the matriarch of the family anna and daniel I think their names were, and it was You like, could tell me literally anything. I'm not sure I've read a Nora Roberts. Don't tell and, Bethany. No, I won't. Mm, okay. And it was set back in some kind of olden time, but like not too olden times, maybe like the 60s? Don't know. Mm-hmm. But I remember- Olden times in the 1960s? <laughs> to not- me, it's <laughs> anything past 19, like 70s is somewhat of an olden time. I'm even worse than Aaron in this. Olden times is anything before 1970. Well, there's like historical times. And then there's olden times where things were just like a little bit shittier for everyone. I'm thinking like pioneer times would be olden times in my brain. Like we don't have electricity, but... Okay, but yeah, nine, okay, olden times, 1960s. I'm with you. We're moving and forward. And I just remember reading it and being like, there is sex. <laughs> These two people are having sex all over the book. Yeah. So I gave it back to my friend. I was like, thank you very much for this. And then my sister is about 12 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I just remember being like, Tracy, you <laughs> need to go to the grocery store <laughs> It's Those important. red and white romance books. <laughs> I need you to buy me a bushel of them. <laughs> and I just tore through those and just tore, tore, tore through them mm-hmm. and kept reading ones like that all the way up until I would say, same as a lot of people who seem to have read it, maternity mm-hmm. leave. Yes. And then maternity leave is where, not that the other ones weren't quality, I'm not going to throw them mm-hmm. under the bus and saying that, but the ones that I started reading when I was on maternity leave and I think actually this coincided with like getting the Kindle mm-hmm. and the Kobo app. Yes. And my, like yes. it just made it easier to consume. Yeah, absolutely. So I just remember I kept finding these books that I was like, oh shit, this is like, I'm not just reading this for the sex. I'm mm-hmm. in love with these books. Yeah. Like absolutely in love with them. So that's kind of where it started and then where it got to in terms of my romance reading. 
Yeah. I love that yours was Judy Bloom and you're like, <laughs> there's girl on girl. <laughs> So I, this is the kind of kid that I was. Um, so the, I, I read a lot of Nancy Drew. Oh, yeah. And, and then there was like a Nancy Drew like high school or a, co- no, college. Okay. And like series that came out when I was, it would have been like, I don't know, probably grade school. And my mom had bought it for me that was like, here, the next Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. And I remember like bringing the book into the wherever she was and being like, mom, they kiss in this book. Isn't there one where, like, is it Bess? Maybe. Is her friend named Bess? Like, Georgie Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't there one where, like, Bess had sex? Um, I mean, like, I don't in know. In the university ones? In the uni- yeah, Yes, yeah. So I remember, I like, like. I remember being, like, Bess had sex. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember bringing it to me and my mom being, like, I don't think I can read this. <laughs> well, you told on yourself? Kissing. Yeah, oh, I told on myself. Absolutely, and, like, surrendered the book. <laughs> and then I don't know what changed between that <laughs> And, then and Judy Summer Sisters and being like, I'm not telling anybody you can pry this about from this my shit. Cold, dead hands. <laughs> this is our little secret, Judy. <laughs> I won't tell if you won't tell. Yeah. And so I don't know what changed, but that was the kind of kid that I was uh, to start with. And then sorry, Judy Bloom changed me. And and then now it was only consuming romance after that. Well, not after yeah. now. Yeah, but. I'm the same at this point. Like I only read romance the off time i will go off for a biography maybe if it's someone Mm -hmm. that i really enjoy but even general fiction that are on the bestsellers list mysteries anything like that like no it's all romance for me like i need a happily ever after i think there's so much shit going on in the world when you you know the outcome Mm -hmm. it takes away so much stress yeah absolutely and i think i i don't remember who i was talking with that i was saying i even if there's like angst Maybe it was yeah. even Mel. Even no, if there's same. angst in it, I still know it's going to end well. Yeah. And But even like sometimes with angst, I'm like, do I really have to do this? And no, I don't. And I just DNF it. <laughs> I'm actually a lot like you. I will yeah. DNF a book because I don't mm-hmm. owe it anything. Yeah. I, I really love, so I love, I've loved a few of the Sierra Simone books that I've read. And I was talking with Jenny about this, that the American, the one about the president, Yes. I read the I second read one, one and I and I started reading the second one. I loved the first one. And even that was very emotionally like, stressful. Mm-hmm. And I started to read the second one and I was like, what the fuck, Sierra? How much more are you going to put me through? I'm was sure at the end much? of the, it was too much. I was, what else is going to happen to these people? Like, yes. come on. I couldn't do it. So I had to stop. And I loved it. I loved the writing. The, the, I mean, obviously the sex was great. Always. I loved everything about it, except it was just too she much emotional turmoil. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, that's, a, you know, it's just a different kind of style or what, I don't even know if it's a genre. I don't really know what writing is. So I don't, <laughs> I mean, you posted something on the cult the other day about um, like not even knowing what, per, like, what like what first tense person, or like, per, no, I couldn't like, even tell I understand you. tense is like first person is like, yeah. I thought this to myself yes. in my brain. But for me, when I'm reading a book, I don't go back. And think, I couldn't even tell you which I one it's in. I would have liked this book better if it had a different tense. I don't care if it's <laughs> yeah. well written. I really don't care. No, and uh, and someone was, oh yeah, that book switches uh, tenses halfway through, and I was, I would never have noticed. What? Nope. <laughs> that is Thank not you. what I'm focusing on. I'm Here like, for you in out. solidarity about this. Like I don't, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what words are. I just same with you know. <laughs> um, point of view for me. Point of mm-hmm. view if it's the woman mm-hmm. or the man or mm-hmm. if it's. 
yeah. woman, woman, or if it's man, man, or if there's more than one, like, I don't care, whatever. I like all of them. But I do like when there's a male point of view, too, where I get kind of the both sides of the story. You yeah, know what I'm I mean? just really ambivalent to it. If it's good writing, yeah. I truly oh, don't yeah. care. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like I'll find out what he's thinking through her, or mm-hmm. if it's not Eventually. Heterosexual I do, couple um, through whoever the partner is. Sometimes there's those books where I know that something's going on. And if you could see, and and you don't want to because the book would be over or would, the book would have no point if you could see the point of view of the other person. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's but something you have, that I so liked like, a lot in The Hating Game mm-hmm. is that you never really got into Josh's brain. Mm-hmm. So you knew what Lucy was thinking the entire time and how. Yeah, so you didn't know what he was, feelings what, were about him. Yeah, and you didn't I know what his plan knowing. was at the end. Yeah. Like, you knew something was going to work out. Like you knew it, yeah. but you didn't know how it could work out. But it mm-hmm. does, obviously. Spoiler alert, it works out in that book. <laughs> Spoiler, alert. Spoiler alert, it is, in fact, a romance <laughs> and they have a happy ending. <laughs> Someone's reading it like, well, what the fuck? I'm done with this book. <laughs> Shit, this works out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so that's how you got to be the consumer of romance that you are now and then yes. how did you find heaving bosoms i would say like 60 percent of the people who initially found mm-hmm. heaving bosoms i was in the shark group penny yes. reads me also yes shark group um mm-hmm. so i was in that group and i liked a lot of her books and then she put out like hey there's this episode about love hacked i was like great love love tech yeah i love alex this is gonna be a great one to listen to and i listened to it and i disagreed because i didn't care that alex was problematic to me that wasn't a big deal Mm -hmm. and then when i looked at the comments of people commenting on it like what the fuck (laughs) alex is the best he's my baby don't do this i didn't understand it because to me i'm like does no one understands that the most important thing that has ever been said on a podcast is where is tonku (laughs) <laughs> and that was the episode that was the episode where it was Aaron that got drunk right or was it Melody yes it was Aaron so mm-hmm. it was Aaron that got drunk and put into Google where is Tonku <laughs> and I was so upset that no one else wanted to talk about that I, I just I thought okay, you're great, missing like the Alex. point crazy where people is Tonku <laughs> right now I Aaron's like that you brought it back up <laughs> She does not want yeah. me to find Tonku, but no. I will find Tonku. No one else look for him because I feel like that could be a real issue. <laughs> but just I feel like in my heart. He's, he somehow has like a Google alert yeah. set up so that anyone who searches his name, he gets notified. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag don't try to find Tonku. But that to me was where I became a full on heaving yeah. bosom fan. I was just yeah. like, yeah, I get it. Like they had some issues with the book. That wasn't a big deal for me. People have different tastes. People have different mindsets. Like Aaron is very into law and order. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-mm. Just it's, it was. I know it's honestly, fiction. Tonku yeah. Mm-hmm. Drew me in, <laughs> and I am never getting out. So yeah, as I said this on when I talked with Mel, I started listening to you know the pod, and I was like they're still talking about shit that's not this book are you kidding me which is what i loved yeah oh and and that's what i i mean i definitely love that now obviously i like hearing their take on the books not some books because obviously i like that now i really i get a a big kick out of the banter and stuff like that and at the time i was like fuck this and then (laughs) i went back and re-listened and it was everything was fine and i was completely yes right after that episode Mm-hmm. I went back and listened to every single one of them. Yeah. And I think I was pretty early on in the cult because I remember 
I think it was in the another Penny Reed one. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, wasn't it in Cletus's yeah. story when yep. they started talking about the joining it? Breathe. So I think yep. I mm-hmm. immediately was like, yes, please. I'll um, comment on something. I'm also in the Mariana Zapata group because as let's review, big fan. Okay, so can we just for one second? So yeah, you enjoyed absolutely. the lockbook. I won't judge you. <laughs> you can judge me. Look, um, I sometimes... liked the wall of Winnipeg and me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I liked it. I usually start almost halfway through the book. I'll uh-huh. If I'm rereading it, I'll start when they just get married and yeah. read from there. Yeah. But I liked it and I don't care. I like yeah. quinoa. I like puzzles. Yeah. I fucking love a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't know what... I think, I think for me on a lot of Zapata books, it's like the voice is very different from other... I don't know if it's like the sarcasm For or... Sure. Or what it is that I really attach to, but there is a lot of repetitive dialogue in in all of them. Okay, you know I what I mean. Yeah. You know, we're like, hey, you've already covered that topic about how you can't forgive this guy. Mm. I don't need you to write about it again. You can still feel that way in your brain. For I don't sure. need you to write me another paragraph about it. So, <laughs> and the Underlock book is very similar, where you're like, okay, get over it already. You have moved on, but um, I really liked the sex in that book. There was more sex in that book than there were okay. there was in like That's a lot what of I'm the thinking, other ones. I remember reading the logbook, mm-hmm. being like, "Well, this guy's an asshole, but yes. the sex scenes Correct. are all right, yep. so I'll keep reading." <laughs> I mean, he's got a pierced dick, so you know, it's like I'm sure that that was maybe what's part not of the to intrigue. love. Yeah, I mean, really, he might treat her like dirt sometimes. <sighs> maybe most of the time, even you know. But that dick's pierced. Yeah, so there's a lot to forgive. I did not now. So I've never requested like a five star book because really I'm just kind of along for I the ride. I haven't either. And we have a lot of similarities. Yes, yeah, I've ex- given my five star review, mm-hmm. but I feel like I should just offer it up to them. Like, do yeah. whatever you want. Exactly. So, but here's also part of the problem because I found myself when I was listening to the Wall of Winnipeg book, because that's probably one of my favorite books. Yeah, being like, no, but and you're right. just not and 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 I can't. If I had requested a book and, and they, what if they hate it? And they hated it, I would have had a hard time. And so I'm just not gonna I'm just not gonna even delve into those waters and I'm just gonna enjoy the ride. And if I liked a book that they didn't like, then okay, that's I that's fine. But then I, I don't do, have any personal yeah. attachment. If I do ever request one, it's gonna be something that I know is short because I don't want to uh-huh. give them a lot of volume, but that they yeah. will hate. Like I would find something that has people in minion costumes and masquerade masks making love. And that okay, would be a book. You just that... need to send an email to Chuck Tingle because he already is probably yes. writing that. Because I feel like if you combine the term making love, which Melody hates, <laughs> and then minions with masquerade masks, which Aaron hates, it would yeah. be I I need to Google it. I need to do some Google work. <laughs> There's some sort of the minion makes me horny or something like that. That's you out, there it's out in the there. world. It is out there. You I'm know it Google is. It later. If not, it's on there's some sort of fanfic website, fanfic.net, fanfiction.net, something like that. I just learned about it. Ansi, you need to ask Ansi. She knows. About I it. did not read fanfic for a very me long either. time. I didn't even know it existed. In the cult shared a Kylo Ren and Ray fanfic and I lost my shit. It's mm-hmm. 69 chapters. Huh. It's worth it. I guess so. The only fanfic I've ever read is the one that's actually now going to be published on the Smarty Pants Network or network, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It's the one about Steven from the Knitting Beaver. in the Yes, the Knitting in the Series se- yes. sitting series. So knitting I actually read that series. when mm-hmm. it was fanfic. Yes, me too. 
And I think I actually am or not MSN Messenger. Oh, that's aging myself. I Facebook <laughs> Messenger. AIM. You were using AIM, weren't you? <laughs> it was MSN Messenger. I I messaged I messaged the author and I freaked out on her. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the best thing yeah, I've ever it was read. So good. This needs to be a book. You need to write this. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad that Penny Reed opened it up yes. and allowed her to be published like that. Not that she wouldn't have been published on her own because she's an amazing author. But yeah. when I it's Dr. Ken and Stephen, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I just yep. Mm-hmm. It was so well written. It was it so, was awesome. It was the it was the best right amount pick. of it was the right amount of like emotional turmoil too. You know what I mean? Like it just yes. it never delved too deeply or got too real because sometimes that's the hard thing for me is I get I just get really torn up if things are too real with angst. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, like I can't read like um, anything with kids, like bad kid stuff anymore. Oh like, no, I, just I can't have either. Nightmares. And I had to stop just, watching Criminal Minds because I was. I had to stop watching uh, Vikings. I had to stop watching. Interesting. Walking Dead. Yes. I've had same. to stop. I've had to stop watching a lot of things because yeah. if there's kids in danger or the. Anyway, Stella Weaver's book, which I can't remember. Sticking to the script? No. Sticking to the script sounds right. Did I pull that out of somewhere? Holy shitballs. Yeah, you did. So that one was, I really loved it. It was the perfect amount of everything. I agree. Good. Everyone should go. It's probably by the time this is. It's out on Amazon right now. Is it out on Amazon? I know this because I went to buy it on Kobo and was denied. But yes, it is on Amazon and it is a delight. (laughs) Does everyone in your life know that you read romance? Like, is it I a think big... if I'm going to be honest, Please there's do. places where I don't talk about it as much oh. mm-hmm. because judgment. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have found that lately I have gotten way better mm-hmm. at just being really proud of the fact that I like these books because mm-hmm. these books are amazing. So if I'm on a regular group and someone asks for a book recommendation, I'll just be like, you know what? Read The Hating Game by Sally mm-hmm. Thorne. Mm-hmm. Read Rafe by Rebecca mm-hmm. Weatherspoon. Are you a woman who is very professional and is has kids and is dead tired of her life? Read Rafe by Rebecca yeah. Weatherspoon yeah. and it will be a bomb to your soul. Yes. Unless you have a shit partner and then you will feel awful. But still. <laughs> like, and even I remember I was out once with some moms from my kids' school and we were having a dinner talking about a fundraiser and they were asking That was the most was mom reading. sentence I've ever heard yeah, in my whole life. And I, I can say that because I have said that sentence yes. before. <laughs> and I remember they asked me what I was reading and I just went, you know what? Fuck it. I said, I am reading a book about a bear shifter and a bunny shifter. The bunny shifter transforms into a saber tooth bunny because she's a prehistoric powerful bunny so she's even more powerful than the bear they fuck it's great and the moms just kind of went open mouth just silent they're like oh i didn't know like you read that kind of book i was like yeah i do i do bear bear on bunny get over it and like my yeah my family is like super aware of what i'm reading mm-hmm. i know one time my my husband was asking if it made sense for him to buy a katana sword <laughs> and it didn't so i was just okay. like no the answer is always no like it to any human being that's not a samurai it, no and uh, I just there's like, always no <laughs> no you don't need a samurai sword like i don't care to co-sign on this but then my son turns around just looks at me and goes why you're gonna spend all your money on werewolf novels <laughs> And I just thought, oh, you 
burned me. And yes, that is what I spend my money on. I have on. already spent your katana sword money on werewolf <laughs> novels. Okay, that's why you can't buy one. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth its weight in bear shifter novels. Exactly. Exactly. Except they're digital, probably. So they don't weigh anything. Shit. Fair. But no, uh, I have been damn. a lot better at just being yeah. like, you know what? This is what I like. Mm-hmm. If you think less of it, then you are an idiot. And I don't have time yeah. to walk you through the fact that it's a source of empowerment. It's a source of income for a lot of women and mm-hmm. people of color mm-hmm. and LGBTQ authors are mm-hmm. really like finally getting the recognition they deserve in mainstream. Yeah. So fuck it. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's been it's definitely been like that way for me. Now, I don't necessarily I'm not connected with the people that I work with enough to really care what they you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not talking to you about what I'm reading because I don't care. about. Well, at work, I am a supply teacher, so I'm in and out of different schools. Mm -hmm. So there's never a time where I'm going to be like, "Ooh, what are you reading? This is what I'm reading. Yeah. Uh, For those of you in countries that aren't Canada, that is a substitute teacher took me a very long time yes i am canadian and it is a supply teacher yes i i don't really care about the my coworkers enough to really um tell them about what i'm reading but they i did talk the other day because i was kind of having like a lot of excited anxiety about the podcast releasing and i was like guys guess what my podcast is releasing today and then of course they ask like what it's about and i'm like i'm just talking to my friends about romance because all i read is romance you guys and they're like oh okay and then it was a lot of like looking at each other making eye contact and then being like how amazing it is yeah well now they'll know that i also don't care about them if they start listening so (laughs) it's like a bunch of surprises that they could find out listening my coworkers (laughs) that i hate by the way (laughs) I don't hate them. I just good to put that on record. Their their opinions. Natalie does not hate you, coworkers. <laughs> their opinions just don't matter to me. She is ambivalent <laughs> towards you. Accurate. That's pretty accurate. I made one homemade throat coat the other day because she's a tour guide. And What's she, that? Throat coat. It's not semen. It is uh, tea. Usually decaffeinated tea. A lot of times it's jasmine tea. This was whatever I found. It was green tea, maybe no chamomile, and honey. And lemon and hot water, obviously, to make tea. And you mix it all together and it like coats your throat when okay. you have a sore throat. I'm just going to jump in there to say I was literally picturing that you had somehow knit a coat <laughs> that fits around someone's neck. That's just a turtleneck, Becky. <laughs> no, but like with buttons. <laughs> I thought for some reason that you had knitted a throat coat. Yes. Got it. It's a tea. It's a yes, it's a drink. It's a hot beverage and it helps you. I thought you were going to go semen with throat coat. No, I literally thought it was a literal <laughs> throat coat. Yeah, let me just whip you up a throat coat for your cold neck. <laughs> All your coworkers in the winter going around in their throat coats. They're just wearing a t-shirt but then they've got like a knitted <laughs> to a knitted. Protect. Yeah. I mean that wind though in oh, Illinois. It'll in, get you. Yeah, it will get you. <laughs> Sorry, that (laughs) mental image. So anyway, I made her that. And so I care about her enough to Google things on the internet and make them for her. So I just feel like you're that way with everyone, though. (laughs) I feel like you're always finding ways to make people feel special and give them things that coat their throat. (laughs) Sometimes it's one of those things where I'm like, if I I know something that could help you, 
I'm just I'm gonna do it or I'm gonna tell you about it you're a true but, Hufflepuff yeah it's I it's sometimes it's like a curse though that's not a humble brag it's more like a sometimes I wish I could just not care you know what I mean because I it's don't a, think that's a humble brag thing. I think one of the main drawbacks of being a Hufflepuff is not that you are desperate for people to like mm-hmm. you but you want to be liked and you want to be useful yeah so you want to do things for people that they need done and show you care yeah but it also can be a bit of a drain yeah absolutely because it, well it's, it comes a lot with like people pleasing too where you're yes. like i know that i can do this thing that will make you happy but a lot of times it's like at great personal sacrifice to like my time or my yes. energy or my emotional strain or yeah. whatever and yeah and i know that about myself and i'm definitely better at saying no to things or not volunteering i didn't to the woman I... who volunteered to be the mod <laughs> of the cult to the woman who is now running a <laughs> podcast and planning so kind of i was someone so someone was telling or i was talking no i was talking to my husband about self-care because when i was doing internet therapy yeah they, they were like you know you need to be doing self-care you need to do it and I was like but I hate it like I hate it and Mm -hmm. I get way more joy out of spending my time doing stuff like this than going and doing getting a massage or because I just have it's stressful for me to spend the money it's stressful for me to spend the time away and And the podcast is something that can be self-care for you because it is a creative outlet it brings me joy so um Joe was like well maybe you could find a self-care (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't like require so much time and effort yeah. and <laughs> hey i just i can't i don't make the rules all right i just <laughs> i just follow them i don't know where we're at in the questionnaire i got lost i we, feel like i know do you know great i feel like maybe we're at romance in my life yeah where do you find sure, romance sure. in your life yeah how do you find it in your life what are you doing are you actively pursuing it what's happening okay so i do feel like i am someone who sees romance everywhere Mm -hmm. so i'll read probably like i consume a lot of books like you i think probably like two to three a week yeah i will read romance books but i am the type of person for romance that let's say that i am stopped at a red light Mm -hmm. and i look across and the person on the opposite side of the street is also stopped and has made direct eye contact with Mm -hmm. me I'm you're like, now dating well, them. We're in love. I'm going to yeah. have to divorce my husband. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, you're gone. I'm going to have to get out of my car and marry yeah. this person. We have to find a part. I somehow communicate that we need to find matching parking places and so- yeah. sort out all these details. We've made yeah. eye contact. They're in love with me. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Yes. And then if I'm in the break room at work and I see two people chatting, it's just mm-hmm. they're in love. It's yeah. a secret affair. I know it. It's happening. If I see a dog walker and the baker has put a little dog bowl, I'm like, well, Ugh, this is a romance waiting to happen. That's a meat cute waiting to happen right there. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Any mm-hmm. interaction with any people, I will elaborate a backstory as to why they are having some kind of romance going on in their life. Thank you. You have made me feel less alone. Okay, good. You do that too? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Any person on the street that we make eye contact, I'm like, huh. Well, we're in love now. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be fucking. <laughs> or like um, somebody will talk about these two people like and I've said this out loud before. Like someone will be like, yeah, this person ran into this person like they got in a fender bender or fender bender fender. fender men- no, fender mender is a company around here. So sometimes I mix <laughs> up the words in my mind and like did I say the right one this time shit um okay anyway and I'm like okay did they date afterwards or like are they still talking no Natalie they just submitted it to their insurance and 
didn't do any like that's not mm. how wor- the real world happens like I'll elaborate I'm not going to say names because they would be so mad at me one person was telling me about it's a professional relationship like they've hired this person to do something for yeah. them in my mind I'm like but they're secretly dating yes and they just haven't they just haven't told they just haven't told me and they don't know how to tell me so I gotta be cool yeah and not like pressure them to tell me about it it's because (laughs) they're not dating Natalie that's why they haven't told you yes it's because it hasn't happened yet not everything is (laughs) or it won't happen yeah (laughs) and then I would say in my personal life I'm not someone who enjoys like a grand sweeping romantic Mm -hmm. gesture I don't enjoy like a one oh, yeah, absolutely. Dime flowers. That's not mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. my thing. But definitely there's little things that will make mm-hmm. me swoon. For example, Scott, who is my husband, he knows that for Cool Ranch <laughs> Doritos, I like the heaviest flavored Doritos yeah. that you could possibly get. So if he's making me a bowl of Doritos, he will pick out the ones that have the most flavoring. <laughs> And then put them in the bowl for me. And that, to me, is the yeah, most Yeah, I just thing. kind of am blown away that he's putting the Doritos in a bowl and not just, like, bringing you the bag of Doritos. Like, that's romantic in itself. Well, I like, <laughs> I like to control how much Doritos I'm eating or else the bag is gone. I understand that. I mean, that's all the portion control websites say that. Don't eat out of the bag. Eat out of the dish. It's not even portion control. For me, it's just, it's particularly before I had kids, like, breakfast uh-huh. for me would be a can of Coke uh-huh. And a bag of Corinth Doritos because that's what's delicious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Give in to, when you're a parent or when you're not a parent, you can just give in to your impulses all the time because there's not little shitheads watching your every move. You I know don't what I mean? regret it at all. I oh, love no. those Doritos. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not. Are you talking about your kids as Doritos? Oh, oh. <laughs> no. I'm talking about the actual Doritos. Oh, okay. Good. I wouldn't have regretted that For either. For the record, I also don't regret my children. Okay. <laughs> I love them. I thought you were saying, like, I don't regret sacrificing my Doritos that I have for breakfast so that I could have kids. I was confused. Because, like, these fucking kids are taking away my ability to have a lot of Doritos. (laughs) I'm a monster. (laughs) Do you have any other lady loves? I think I have two. Two lady loves that I live by for myself. Mm -hmm. And they do fall somewhat under self-care. But my first lady love is just say no. Mm-hmm. So like like uh, in Dare, did you guys have Dare in Canada? That was the drug awareness program, and that we was did there. have Dare and just say no. I was, mean, say uh... yes to drugs if you need them. And they're legal. I'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna judge anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like say no if you don't want to go to a party. Mm-hmm. Just say no. You don't have to give a reason. If there's an extra project that people are asking you to take on, no. If you don't want to go to a family event because it's awful for you, mm-hmm. just say no. You don't mm-hmm. have to give people a big convoluted reason. You don't have to say yes to things. So that is one of my huge things that I started doing lately mm-hmm. over the past couple of years is just saying no. If I don't want to do something, within reason. I'm not going to miss my kid's birthday because I don't feel like going. Yeah. But just say no <laughs> if you don't want to do things. I'm just like, picturing your kids being like, but we're going to Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday. And you're like, sorry, boss. I'm busy. <laughs> I really don't want to, so goodbye. Love Island is on six days a week, kids. I've got a schedule. How to do maintain. I even fit you in? <laughs> exactly. No, it's just say no. And then my only other lady love is just to carve out time for yourself at the end of every day. I feel like sometimes if you're busy, particularly if you have kids, but it's Mm -hmm. not even just if you have kids. It's when my kids go to sleep 
I carve out that time for myself and I do whatever the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. So if I want to read for four hours and stay up till two in the morning, I will Mm -hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay up that late. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> but yeah, I I like to carve out time for myself at the end of every day. Those are I my think, two lady loves. I think that I may have confessed to you before that what I do sometimes, which is drink coffee later on in the day, so that it'll I will, keep you awake? so that I'll ke- it'll keep me awake, so, so that I can excuse. sit sit and read by myself in the quiet. No, especially I don't if I use it as an excuse. If I'm going to stay up, I'm going to stay up. Well, or no, you like sometimes keep yourself awake? so that I will stay up. You Ooh, know what I mean? Because I, like I mean, sometimes, sometimes I'll fall asleep, but if I'm reading something and I'm like, I'm not going to have any other time coming up, you know, during the day or whatever, where I'm going to be able to finish this book that I want to finish. I'm going to drink this coffee or whatever it is late. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like I'm starting a cup of coffee at midnight. I'm saying like 7 p.m. <laughs> that is late. To that drink is. coffee for me. It is. For any human body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, my husband can drink coffee like right up until he goes to bed. Really? And still fall. Yes, absolutely. I'm not sure what's happening inside of his body systems, but it can act- he can absolutely do that. He's got a bionic body. Something. Brain. I don't know. Maybe he's just that good at sleeping. But I think those are both great lady loves. I have been trying to say no more often. I'm telling you, once you start doing it, it is it feels like addictive? Euphoric. <laughs> so one thing that I did recently, there was a principal at a school and they were kind of shady and that I went in for one job and they were like, yeah. oh no, it's this other job. And oh. it was a teacher who would like on stress leave and her class was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of tricked me into it and I felt a little annoyed. And then he came in at the end of the day and he was just kind of pressuring me into coming back the next day because no one wanted to cover that class. Ugh. And I just like looked at him dead in the eyes and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And he just froze because yeah. I don't think people say that a lot. Just no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it absolutely. It feels so powerful to say it to someone. Hey, are you ready for the lightning round? Born ready. Okay. Great. I think I know the answer to this one. Are you an Aaron or a Melody? Okay. So the thing is, I promise the rest <laughs> will be lightning round. But I, okay. Yeah. I am a less productive Aaron, but with Melody's lack of filter. Okay. So that's where I am. <laughs> like Perfect. I am more Aaron like in I am cut and dry and I like what I like and don't fuck mm-hmm. around. Yeah. But Melody's kind of lack of filter and like willing to share stuff. Yeah. That I'm so yeah. And I'm no way productive as Aaron. Like if I could work a half day a week, I would. But but Becky, your pro- your worth is based on my your productivity. It's <laughs> not based off my productivity. My worth is defined from within. <laughs> Aaron will love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I think I know this one also because uh, we I think we've already talked about it. What's your Hogwarts house? I am actually a Hufflepuff. I think we talked a little bit before we turned we started recording, though, but like with like a Slytherin. I think I might have a little bit of Slytherin in my heart, but every mm-hmm. time I take any kind of yeah test, any kind of way, find your Harry Potter house, it's always Hufflepuff. And I even took something that was break down what percentage of each you are. Yeah. And it was... 80% Hufflepuff and then the rest like slivers of everything else. Yeah. So I think I run pretty true Hufflepuff. Oh, this is a good one. This was a recent add okay. to the list of questions. What advice would you give your younger self? I think that I was pretty boy crazy. And so mm-hmm. advice that I would give myself is do not change the things you like to yes. suit a boy. 
Yes. So I would find out that a boy was into something and I would try to work it into the conversation that yep. I was really into that. We are and the same person. that yep. is something I really, really regret doing. So yeah. to my younger self, I would say, enjoy what you enjoy, like what you like, and find a person that will come around and be cool with that. Yeah. So that would be my advice to my younger self. I definitely did the same thing. I don't yeah. think it's like a just a you thing. Like I you definitely just fit in and be liked. Yeah. You want to come up with a it's a it's a people pleasing thing or it's whatever. It's 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 you. Hufflepuff. Yeah. It's wanting to it's wanting people to like you. Yep. It's wanting to have something easy to talk about. And yep. you know that you could come up with this easy thing to talk about. I did so many weird things like that. Yes. Like changing the music I listen to. Yes. Or, and I think, I mean, I, like even in my current relationship, I think I did that a little bit. You know what I mean? Like at, towards the beginning. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's it's interesting. Like, Well, I, think- I met Scott at 19. Mm-hmm. So I was still technically a teenager when we met. And I had this clear moment of just being like no i'm gonna like what i like Uh uh-huh he is going to either like it or not like it i'm gonna be who i am and he's gonna like it or not like it and he liked it good yeah who wouldn't (laughs) did you guys date date for a long time before you got married or i'm really bad with dates and knowing time (laughs) so (laughs) we got together at 19 Uh uh-huh and we dated for a bit we got married, I think, young. I think I got married at 24. Yeah. I don't that's know. That's probably how old I was. And then I had read my first kid at 27. We've been together for about 17 years now, so yeah, it's a blur. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I, I think that timeline is – it's well, I didn't meet Joe at 19. I met him at 22, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Young. Yeah. I already know the answer to this one, but other people may not. Bath meal or no bath meal? Always bath meal. What is your record for longest bath? You know what? It's bad. It's so bad. Five (laughs) hours. (laughs) I'm not joking. If I go in there and I've got bath product, Mm -hmm. unlimited hot water, Mm -hmm. drinks, food, and a book. Mm -hmm. Bye. Multiple books (laughs) if it's going to be five hours. (laughs) Yeah. I can stay in that bath forevermore. I just float around like a happy little tea bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five hours, honestly, and I don't regret it. Well, you were yeah. saying like ten minutes in and out. You don't like sit. You don't like sitting I, in like body skin. Yeah, it's and and sometimes for me it's more like like I'll read a couple chapters, but then I think I get I, I there's a lot of thoughts. I have a hard time quieting my brain, but I'm like I'm gonna drop my Kindle in here. Right. I, like, am I actually clean? I don't know. Does that uh, like I like? Uh, there's a little little bit of that. Now, I did take an Epsom salt bath the other day, and I think it was like 20 minutes. There you go. I think I have an inflated sense of how clean I am. So I think <laughs> I get in that bath, and I just think I am the cleanest person ever, and I am sitting in crystal clear water right now. <laughs> there is no particles. Yep. So I kind Great. of I mean, like, don't let me like like fine. I don't need to like try to be like no i'm not anti-bath at all i just can't for i can't do it for me um thank and you that's, in 2019 for coming out as not anti-bath yeah we needed that yeah as bathers, bathers um <laughs> you know. i mean technically i still bathe i just do it in shower form <laughs> ba- i think i think i like bather I think I like, I'm an, like, and then you could call him anti-bather, like, <laughs> and I feel like that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> 
But yeah, I just have a hard time sitting still is mainly my issue. Fair. Which is weird for someone who reads a lot. And I don't like read on the go, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I contain multitudes. That's like the, the tagline of this whole podcast. Natalie <laughs> contains multitudes. We'll find out what they are. There. Uh, let's. I'm going to go in a series of book questions. Okay. I have three of them. And then I have one final question after okay. that. So four total. Okay. It, who knows how long it'll be. Uh, what is your favorite trope? Okay. Hufflepuff Slytherin. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Have we discussed, is this like a hating game? Josh is a Slytherin. Lucy is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Okay. I would label that for sure. I just like a grump. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the man if it's a man and woman in a book. But yeah. I like a grump. Uh-huh. And then like an eccentric, bubbly person who this grump just falls in love with and wants to protect from the world. So I would love that with the grump being the female person. Well, yes. Or, you so know what often I mean? it's just the man that's the grump if it's a yes. man-woman story. Yes, exactly. Um, I would love that book if it's out there listener tell me what it is and i want to read it uh, actually i think there is what so it, do, you, do you know what it is yes it's by katie robert okay and it's something the bridesmaid okay i could figure that out she is a slytherin and he is a hufflepuff to the core <gasps> i would love okay I'm her gonna, name's I'm a... regan in the story and his name oh, is something is this is this one of the mm, is is that it's like, like a Ray- wedding dare series. Is it the one with the crime family? No. Oh, okay. No. No, it's something seducing the bridesmaid, selling the bridesmaid. Something the bridesmaid by Katie Robert. She is a true Slytherin, but she has a soft heart. Great. And he is a Hufflepuff. Amazing. I'm going to look it up. Mm-hmm. Who's your go-to author? Do I have to pick one? Can I pick three? Sure. Give me three. I don't care. Okay, There's so no rules here. Talia Hibbert. Yes, I knew could- that basically tell me to shave my head and i would just be like yep we're all gonna have shave heads now that's fine Mm -hmm. i will Mm -hmm. do anything for talia hibbert Mm -hmm. every single book that i've read of hers it just blows me away like paranormal taming the huntress Mm -hmm. amazing any one of her contemporary books are amazing to me her voice the way she writes i could talk about her for hours and then rebecca weatherspoon Mm -hmm. who i found through the book wraith Mm-hmm. I love her. I love everything she and writes. And she did Haven and yep. um, Sanctuary. Sanctuary. And both she of writes those were real awesome people. Too. Like these mm-hmm. people, when you're reading them, seem, oh, okay, that could be an actual I, real person. I've, yeah, exactly. You have a good reference point for who that person is, or you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then my last one will be Rebel Carter, mm-hmm. particularly well, her Gold Sky series. Mm hmm. Yes. Those Gold Sky books are I haven't lush. read this book yet. I haven't. No, no, no. You have to. They're I do. I know I do. And they're beautiful. Do you know how far I took my love of her? I do know, actually. I think I know. Tell me. Is it that I made a fan club? Yes. <laughs> On Facebook? Yes. It's called Rebels Rebels. I'm in it. You are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I made a fan club called Rebels Rebels. Mm-hmm. And you're all welcome to join if you love Rebel Carter, because I yeah. do. Do you give insider in- into info? Because I would love some insider info on like book releases or. If I did have insider information, I would never share it without author permission. Well, yeah, obviously. I wasn't looking for like secret stuff. I was looking for like author, author, I would author, hope author. So. I want to say author authorized, but that sounds really weird. <laughs> I would 100% hope to put that in the fan club if we ever got Great. access to it. Great, like little snippets of future books. And stuff yes. Like anyway, okay. One more book question. Are you ready? Yes. What is your problematic fave? 
In books? Yeah. Okay. I so, mean, wait, do you have one that's not in books? Well, just like my problematic fate or fave is someone like Logan from Veronica Mars or like Kylo Ren from Star Wars. So someone who insert a reaction where Natalie for. knows what those characters do, but <laughs> but they're like yeah yeah no I've heard that that books, well Logan like, particularly is well in books it would be like an alpha hole mm-hmm. so not a lot of people enjoy that I mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. particularly if it's a shifter yeah so not someone who's abusive but someone who is a bit of an asshole yeah like um I'm like, Ooh, we'll like freeze someone out for a couple of days or something like that kind of situation no, just more so someone who is take charge to the point mm-hmm. where they're being overbearing oh yeah yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like oh interesting in real life i would not put up with that shit yeah but when it's a bear shifter who's really mm-hmm. grumbly, all of a sudden I'm like, interesting. <laughs> huh. Well, he's so dimensional, this character. I don't mind it. Okay. Are you are you ready? Yes. If you could dispense one condiment from your belly button, what would it be? How is this even an issue, though, for people? It's ketchup. It, it is ketchup, right? If anyone right? else has an answer other than ketchup, I have questions for them. Okay. I can't wait. Who said not you- ketchup? Everybody. I'm what? the only one that has said ketchup. Anyone who's going on about some kind of Dijon fucking mustard or some balsamic vinaigrette, no, ketchup is the most useful thing to come out of your belly button. First of all, well, people might not want it if it comes out of your belly button. I don't <laughs> care. It's useful. Mm-hmm. French fries. Yeah. Cheeseburgers. Sure. Hot dogs. Yes. All the things. It's yeah. the most useful condiment and it's so ridiculous to me that anyone would say anything but ketchup i think that you might need to message blair and ask her what her what did she her... say was it i'm not gonna tell aioli? you it was not garlic aioli <laughs> i can't wait no anyone that says anything other than ketchup is a liar especially if they have kids <laughs> ketchup is the most useful condiment so my I kids will it. not eat ketchup what and I love ketchup. Like I put ketchup on everything. Okay. I'm not. I mean, not everything, but a lot of things. Oh, like, I'm I have not eating. Eat. My daughter Laurel will dip her cucumbers in ketchup. Nice going, Laurel. Great choice. I have something that might shock and offend people. Okay. When I was growing up, the only thing that I would eat on my spaghetti was ketchup. <laughs> It's basically close to tomato sauce, this right? Really, really, really good friend next door. And her family was Italian and they canned their own sauce. Like mm-hmm. they did it all. Oh, and no. I remember I went over for pasta and they put the red sauce on it and I asked for ketchup and it looked like I had murdered her. I feel like have you seen the movie Elf where he's like, Okay, do you have any maple syrup? Yes. And <laughs> It's spaghetti. Yeah, like so, I know people who put it on steak and stuff. I mean, I've done it. Yeah, me too. Does I it dry? Ketchup. Then ketchup will work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm you and I are together questioning in this. anyone that says not ketchup. I can't wait for you to hear Bethany's answer also. Oh, what was it? <laughs> I can't tell you. It's a secret. Oh, I'm... I'll tell you off air. Okay, because I need to know this. I'll give you the tea. I just learned what that was the other day. Oh, terms with Natalie. I find supplying, like supplying for older grades i know uh-huh. all the terms oh i'm sure you do i tried to use standing in a sentence the other day and i felt real did you get bad. it i mean i think i used it correctly but yeah. 
I just you always feel felt, weird I, as an older person. I felt like my mouth cool was terms. yeah, like my mouth was moving the wrong way. Yeah, I try not to say eat. Here's the story. I was doing a uh, three-on-three basketball tournament for teenagers, and Ooh. it was like Wait, my were body. were you or were you in it? I was facilitating it. So, okay. like, I did not ref it. I was, like, giving the rules, and it's like my mouth was like, no, be cool, be cool. And oh, I no. used the term sick oh. two times. So I, I immediately so I immediately lost all credibility. <laughs> I love you so much. Sick. Sick. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. So anyway, that's how cool I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's all my questions. But thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for starting I have, this. this. I have is, loved it. I can't wait to hear everyone's episodes. <laughs> I'm really excited. I like I knew it, people were going to be supportive because that's just the kind of place that it is. You know I what agree. I mean? Like it could have been like a steaming pile of turds and people still would have been like, but great effort, though. Best steaming you know, pile of ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Nailed it smells it. awful. Great job. But it, it's just it's amazing that people have like supported it and just embraced it and wanted to be a part of it but but if you're listening out there still and you would like to be interviewed you can send me an email to askabadasspod at gmail.com i will send you a a questionnaire Uh, you can fill that out and we'll schedule a time and who knows when it'll be at this point but if anyone's on the fence about it i will say natalie makes it very painless she gives you the questions ahead of time so if you're someone who feels nervous she's not just throwing the questions at you it's really really seamless and she does a really really good job at making you feel comfortable um i just like talking so it's like it's the best it's the best way to talk to your friends i like it good so yeah you can send me an email or you can hit me up at the cult i'm natalie m-m and uh, we'll talk to you soon so becky yes keep being a badass okay and love yourself as much as you love heaving bosoms oh i love myself so much then (laughs) Bye. Bye. Love you. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.